0: Hi, I'm Greg Schaefer and welcome to the Virtual CISO Moment. I'm here with Don Baham. He's very active in the information security community and the online community. You may have seen some of his videos and his commentary on LinkedIn. Don, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: It's great to be here, Greg. Thank you for having me.
0: So uh, I'd like to hear a little bit about your past, how you got into InfoSec, some of the things that you're doing now, some of the, uh, also some of the activities that you're involved in.
1: Sure um, yeah, I'll take you way back and then and then I'll, I'll try to fast forward because we don't uh, we don't have time for for all the, the the twists and turns, but
0: oh, we could do a two-parter if you want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, originally, uh, so my, my dad actually is a, a programmer and that's what I thought the computer industry was was all about and I had honestly no interest in that. I saw what he did on a daily basis and that just seemed really boring to me. Um, so I shied away from technology and and computers and anything that was related to that. And I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. But in any case, I ended up, uh, I think I was working as a uh, sales guy at a computer store and kind of fell into uh, the technology route. I started doing software training and crawling under desks and fixing computers and that kind of goes obviously way back, but uh, I started on the infrastructure side. Um, so realized there was this whole world of technology that was not sitting in front of a computer all day programming, and uh, you could do a lot of different things. And so I found that interest and in, and started on the in, you know engineering administration side, um, server administration, network administration. Finally, made my way into the infosec side as I was working for. a a managed service provider, managed security provider. And we also did risk and compliance work and started on the pen testing side. And that was a lot of fun. Um, Did social engineering, physical social engineering, breaking into banks and getting places where, I wasn't supposed to be getting not, my hand. not
0: not actually breaking in. well you know I I had the, authorized the authorization papers. to right, do so right. yes
1: so <laughs> good good call out I had the had the uh, the get out of jail free card knew who to call if I got caught uh, but uh, but yeah social engineering was was fun it still is fun I don't do a lot of it actively now but uh, but managing teams that do that so that's how I got my start that was about. 12 years ago, I think, I moved into the InfoSec side of, of the world. And now, today, fast forward, and I'm Senior Director at Acume Partners, and uh, what does that mean? That uh, So I help lead a technology risk audit and cybersecurity group, and so we work with financial institutions, healthcare organizations, and we help uh, organizations manage um, IT risk compliance and security programs.
0: awesome. Awesome. Um, you know, I, I come from, a, um, I have several backgrounds and one of them is in banking. And when you were talking about the uh, get out of jail free card, that reminded me of a, of a, a story that I, probably about what not to do when you're doing social engineering at a bank. And this is kind of a visual thing. So I'm going to try to actually do it, but, but really won't be able to get the full effect without standing up and I'm not going to do that. But basically had engaged a uh, social engineering pen tester to To try to get into physical areas within the bank and um, was called on it, was challenged. And uh, he had a get out of jail free letter and he had it in his back pocket. And so when he was challenged, he's like, well, okay, I have to admit. I'm not here to check your bank and he reaches into his back pocket and right then and there exactly eyes got big and everything and people started to freak out. And and of course he produced the letter but that was some of the feedback we had to that firm back then. It's just like that's probably not the right thing to do in a bank there. So Yeah,
1: be very careful about where where you're putting your hands and <laughs> what actions you're taking. Absolutely. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't have a story quite like that, but uh, certainly uh, it's. Uh, there's a, gets the heart racing. There's uh, some some exciting times when you're when you're doing that kind of work. Yeah, I do, most definitely.
0: So, so you're um, um, currently. I, I know this because um, I'm I'm part of the Nashville ISSA yes. Information Systems Security Association chapter, and I know that you've been
1: heavily involved in that for for many years. You're
0: vice president now.
1: Yeah, vice president on on the ISSA board. I think I've been on the board now going on three plus years, uh, actively involved in the community and other areas, ISACA board. I was previously on the InfraGuard board. Um, But yeah, ISSA, um, we're actually gearing up for our InfoSec conference, our annual conference that's happening in September, I think September 9th. So Mm -hmm. save the date. Um, Planning committees uh, meeting pretty regularly now. We're we're getting our... um, sponsor packet together and we'll be putting out the call for speakers here uh, very soon. And this year, you know, actually uh, I'll mention it now, uh, but we're doing something new. We're putting together a CISO advisory committee um, to help with the organization of not only the content, speaker selection, and just to to get some additional awareness out to some of the uh, security teams uh, in the Middle Tennessee market. So that's I'm excited about what's coming up for that. Well, we appreciate obviously all of your hard work that you do in there, and information
0: security is a very, can be a very stressful um, endeavor, um, profession to go in. That's not to say it's not without rewards. It obviously has a lot of rewards with it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking here, doing this right now. But, but um, with everything that you do, both both um, professionally, as far as uh, career, and also these these other endeavors. What is your why? What is your driver behind it at this point?
1: It's uh, a great question, Greg. I think you have to have that why; otherwise, it's not worth getting up and doing every day. Like you said, there's there's some pressures that come with with this kind of work, and if you don't have a solid understanding of why you're doing that, um, it certainly can can burn people out and and just uh, um, you know not be healthy. So for me, um, I love. I honestly do love helping businesses uh, regardless if that's my own business or other client businesses. I really love helping enable their business with security and technology. And that may sound cliche, but I I think looking at security, especially as a business enabler is exciting. So I want to help businesses grow and go, go, go after their missions, right? So especially for, for example, I've got one client right now that, um, is in the healthcare and it's a specific type of healthcare client and a very specific type of mission that they're driven after. I get to be a part of helping that business grow using security. So I can help them grow in a way that, uh mitigates as much risk as possible and lets them go focus on that mission, which is a really cool mission to be a part of. So I love doing that and helping be an enabler for, for other businesses out there.
0: Yeah. I love, uh, one of the things that you said, um, during that was about serving small and serving businesses. Really. Um, I will often say that you, if you have the, the heart of a servant, you're always going to be successful. And I, I, I would tend to agree that that's part of the reason a main driver for me as well, too. And, and as we were talking about before we started the podcast, that uh, this is one of the reasons why I'm actually doing this, to, to just help with small and mid-sized businesses. Because they've got a lot of threats out there, and they don't necessarily have the resources or the knowledge or the, the um, experience to be able to counter them. And I know that you've worked with a lot of small mid-sized businesses in exactly that spot so we're we're sitting here now it's twenty twenty two in the United States it's well traditionally tax day um, although it's extended till Monday because of the holiday weekend um, but what what do you see as a significant threat today one of the most significant threats today to small and mid-sized businesses and maybe it's associated with some geopolitical event like the Russia-Ukraine war or maybe it has to do with um something completely different but I'm curious to get your take on that
1: boy um I I would say that one of the one of the biggest risks that I see today may, may not be um immediately obvious to the small business owner uh, is the lack of cybersecurity talent and how that's going to affect all industries, all businesses in the United States and worldwide. Um, And that's one also one of the reasons I I think that uh, the business we're in, Greg is, is, uh, is thriving because there is such a lack of, of talent out there and a pipeline to bring people into this, this line of, of work so while it again may not we're not talking necessarily about the latest ransomware the latest geopolitical issues that are going on but the lack of talent right now if you go to cyberseek.org there's 600,000 cybersecurity openings in the U.S. right now and so wow there's the there's the need right and they're working in small businesses or larger enterprises um or both um but that we don't have the talent to to fill that need. So what what happens, what does that mean as it affects our businesses, small businesses as well, is that there are security gaps that are not being addressed, right? There are businesses that are running without the right expertise to make sure that they stay secure as they continue to grow. So I see that as a huge risk, even though it may not be be immediately um, something that a small business owner would see as a risk to their business.
0: That's an interesting take, and I'm I'm curious about what you think that maybe what what the root cause of that is because uh, information security, cybersecurity, arguably is a growing field. It is a um, well-paying field, mostly. Uh, it is stressful, like we talked about beforehand. But I think that just about any um, Position you could say has a certain any field has a certain level of stress associated with it. So, I would submit that probably cybersecurity is a pretty attractive um, uh, uh, destination for someone who's like thinking about their career in high school and college. Well, what do I want to do? And yeah. yet we have this this huge gap in 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 cyber talent and cyber needs. What do you think the root cause is for that? Can we do a better a job of maybe? Um, promoting it amongst those the 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 next generation, if you will, to old people like you and me,
1: hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's uh, I, I think one of the one of the issues is awareness, right? So even bringing that awareness down to the high school level, middle school level, uh, I and mean, one of the initiatives we're working on with I, the ISSA board is how can we start integrating with uh, organizations like Junior Achievement. Right. What, what are the things that we can bring down even to, to that level um, in the school system where we can bring awareness? Uh, we have a university outreach program on a couple of different boards that I serve on. So how can we get out to, um, in fact, um, there was just a, a, a call for a speaker at, um, at a local university. I can't remember the name, but I just saw the email yesterday out to the ISSA board looking for um, speakers to go out uh, to a university and talk to the class about the opportunities that are available in cybersecurity. So everything we can do in that, I think certainly there's an opportunity to, to bring awareness. I would also say that we need uh, as hiring managers um, potentially uh, to change the uh, h- how we're looking at entry-level positions <clears throat> or lower tier positions um, where somebody maybe a job description typically would require a couple years of experience in cybersecurity. security, maybe, maybe we shelve that and really start to bring in folks that it, just have customer, uh, customer service experience or light IT experience and bring them in into those lower level cyber positions and train them. So I think there's a couple a few different areas of what we can tackle this with.
0: I think certainly on the job training, that sort of approach would be a very good option. I remember back um, when I first started in IT, I came, came, came up through infrastructure as well. And I was a student um, in, in college and there was, a, uh, there was an ad for a part-time um, uh, network uh, technician. And, you know, I didn't really know anything about computer networking back then. Of course, we didn't really have much in the way of Ethernet then. It was more serial connections. But long story short, um, the person who hired me recognized that I was trainable. And so I've kind of taken that to uh, through my entire career. When I look for staff now to hire for my organization, that's one of the chief things I look for. So I would agree there as well. I think another thing is we always talk about cybersecurity as a business enabler. And I think we're doing a better job of selling the fact that cybersecurity, or if you wanna call it information security or or what have you, I mean, there are several different terms for it, is not just about bits and bytes and numbers, there's actually that risk management portion, that strategic portion there. So um, do you think that maybe if we uh, approach it also from the business aspect, not just the technical aspect, but help the younger generation, those who are like in a business college understand, no, this is a viable opportunity to go for.
1: Yeah, it's a good point. I absolutely think so. Um, The um, you know, taking that, that business first approach and looking at how um, it and cybersecurity governance programs fit into um, you know, the overall business governance uh, program and strategic plan, Absolutely think that is something that we we could continue to explore and see if we can bring some of those smart business minds uh, into into the cyber world and indoctrinate indoctrinate those into, you know, how does that fit within a strategic pillar of the business um, strategy as well as as governance 100% agree. So, um, good future for them. Uh, what
0: about, what's, what's in Don's future? What, is, what, are you, what are you trying to work towards in the next few years? I, I, I unfairly put you in the same age category as me, and you are younger than me, so I just want to make sure that, you know, uh, we're old guys, but I'm much older guy, so um, <laughs> there you go. What's, what's, what's up oh, for Don? Man.
1: Hey, I, I still remember token ring. So, uh, oh,
0: okay. Well, then maybe you just wear it. Well,
1: <laughs> there you <go. laughs> uh, What's the future? You know, uh, gosh, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's been a wild ride so far, and and I've enjoyed it. Um, I, uh, you know, um, what what do I have coming up? Well, right now, I'll just say immediately. This is a very short term. Um, goal that I'm working on. I'm studying for the uh, EC Council Chief Information Security Officer certification. Um, so I'm actually sitting for that next week. Uh, so wish me luck. But, um, and, but it's funny. and if
0: and if I can interrupt on that, yeah. I appreciate. I'm glad you mentioned that because I appreciate that on LinkedIn you you're 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 talking about your your process and studying there and allowing those of us who are too lazy to actually go through the process vicariously <laughs> live through you and actually see that. So yeah, uh, best of luck, but
1: yeah. Well, let me, let me speak to that for a minute. Cause it, it's interesting. I, you know, that was a, a fairly, I think that cert came out a couple of years ago, so it's not that old, but um, I re- recently learned about it and I'm like, Oh, you know, I should check that out and see what it's all about. And um, you know, I, I'm probably setting myself up here, but um I'm fairly confident that I'm going to pass that in a short amount of time studying, just based on the content that I read and the, the sample questions. And that's not to um, you know, uh, say that I'm that smart, but I, it is to say that anybody that's been in this industry for a while, like yourself, Greg, um, I think it is. it's one of those certs that I believe kind of validates the experience versus something that you would I don't know. You have those certs where you kind of, uh, you go after them to, to push yourself and show, you know, maybe you don't quite have the expertise, but you can pass this cert. So you want to get that position. Mm -hmm. This, I don't think that this is necessarily one of those certs. This seems to be more of a validation of your experience. It really talks a lot about, um, the, the, the governance side, the business side, the strategic planning, the procurement, third-party risk management, um, you know, uh, the accounting side of things, uh, understanding the business and, and um, really integrating with uh, strategic planning and where cybersecurity fits into that. So to that point you were talking about on the business side, this this content seems to dive into that quite a bit and validate that. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully I, I pass and it's as, um, I want to say easy, but as, uh, as not quite as difficult as some of the more technical uh, uh certifications i've taken in the past so we'll see what happens next week i'll let you know
0: <laughs> well definitely best of luck yeah I, I will i will be following along to see see how that yeah. goes and maybe maybe that'll be enough incentive for me to 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 get off my you know what and actually think about doing another <laughs> certification i don't know it's been a long time the last one i did with the, was the CISSP and that's probably yeah. coming up on close to no let's just not talk about that <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, my, my number is not the smallest out there, but I've seen some of the numbers and I'm like, oh my gosh, you can actually tell how old you are based on your CISSB number in some ways. So
1: yeah, yeah. So
0: information security, it's, it's, it's a, a cybersecurity. It's a, it's a great field. There's a lot Absolutely. of challenges associated with it. There's a lot of stress associated with it. What do you do to, uh, to get away
1: from it all? Well, on beautiful days like today, get outside, right? I mean, we're in, we're enjoying some sun finally uh, after this week. We should of,
0: we should have done this podcast outside. We, <laughs>
1: right? we, we should have gone okay. down to
0: Tito's and sat out on the deck or something like that. That
1: would have been a better spot. Yeah. I don't know how the I don't know how the uh, logistics would be for the audio on that, but uh, <laughs> probably but not. It would be better to be outside. But yeah, enjoy being outside. I've got a, a family, so I've got girls that are in uh, activities. We've got a gymnast and a dancer. And so I spend a lot of time with my wife and my girls and, um, and dogs and, and uh, being outside. Not a lot of time for hobbies right now. It's mainly just being present uh, for the family, which I love doing. So at some point, you know, maybe I'll, I'll pick up some of the hobbies I've had in the past. I love digital photography. I've got some expensive gear sitting down there on the floor next to my desk that maybe I'll be able to pick up at some point once the girls, uh, leave. But, uh, but right now it's family time, man. That's what I do to decompress. That's awesome. Well, Don,
0: it has been an absolute pleasure talking with you today. Appreciate you coming on. Um, so, so ISSA conference, InfoSec Nashville coming up in a few months in September, September 9th, September 9th. And that's going to be at the uh, music city uh, center, right?
1: Music city center, downtown Nashville. It's a great location and hope everybody can join us. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you very much for your time today, Don. Appreciate it. And for everybody else, stay secure.